Hello there. Before we get started with part 31 of the blogger story, I just wanted to let you Wow. Okay, that's not a good start. Take two. I just wanted to let you know there's an extra scene available for newsletter subscribers on the website right now. It's called Nothing to Wear. If you're already subscribed, just go to the last email you received and click on the link to go to the page with extra stuff. If you're not a subscriber yet, just go to lesbianromantic.com, click on Extra Scenes in the navigation, and sign up for the newsletter. All right, let's get started. Yes! Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, Part 31. Emily glanced at Leah, who was walking beside her and had been quiet since they left the breakfast place. They were walking home. Well, they were walking to Leah's place, and Emily had no idea where they were. It looked like Leah had picked a different route on the way back. Emily and Leah were now walking in a small, charming park, There was a tiny pond that had partly frozen over. The sun was out, but clouds were gathering quickly, and the temperature was dropping. Much like Emily's mood, really. With every step she took, the storm in the back of her mind moved a bit to the front. She was already clenching her teeth in frustration. She wanted to hold on to the sense of bliss she'd had, but was failing miserably. When she had woken up, she had been happy, content, and most surprisingly, relaxed. She had felt like a whole new person, a normal person. Well, a normal person with an insatiable hunger for the blonde woman lying next to her. Emily had noticed a pleasant soreness in her legs and stomach when she stretched. She was tired and incredibly hungry, but still had a hard time to not start kissing Leah's neck right there and then, again. Instead, she had asked Leah if she could take a shower. Leah had shown her the bathroom, given her a soft white towel and a brand new toothbrush. Emily had spent ten blissful minutes under the hot stream of water. Much to her own surprise, all of her fears and restraints had vanished overnight. She was free. She was no longer hiding. And she really no longer cared if anyone saw them together. Under the shower, she had come up with the idea to take Leah out for breakfast. It had felt like a breath of fresh air to want such a simple thing. When Emily asked Leah if she wanted to go, Leah had seemed as delighted to join her for coffee and pancakes, like normal people do. But once Emily and Leah were at the breakfast place, not long after Emily had sat down at their table, 
The first doubts had managed to interrupt Emily's state of bliss. Leah had asked her about her plans for the rest of the day. Well, no, she had asked what Emily was going to do in general. But it had made Emily realize one thing very clearly. She didn't want to leave. She had never thought about it consciously. She definitely hadn't planned for it. Hell, she even hadn't brought clothes with her to spend the night. But when Leah asked her what she was going to do, where she was going to stay, Emily had felt a pang of disappointment. She had also immediately cursed herself for being such a fool. What the hell had she been thinking? That she could just drive over here and spend a couple of days and nights in bed with Leah? Leah had things to do. Leah had a job. Leah probably had plans and people to see. She didn't want Leah to feel pressured to spend time with her. And Emily didn't want to admit she was having a hard time letting go of Leah. Literally. So she had done what she always did when she was insecure and ashamed about her own needs. She had taken a step back and acted tough. Emily had come up with a ludicrous plan to go on a road trip. Sure, she liked the idea of a road trip. And she indeed needed to sort some things out and probably take some time off. But going on a two- or three-month road trip was not something she was very likely to do. It was one of those things she thought she should do. Like in those adventurous books or movies. Leave it all behind. Drive around the country. Go looking for the answers she needed. Yep, a great plan. But not really. She knew she would be lonely and unhappy right from the start. And yet, she still had told Leah she was considering the trip because she wanted to sound like someone with a plan. Someone free. Someone independent. Someone without U-Haul tendencies. She was an idiot. She had pretended to be wild and free. And now that they were walking to Leah's place, where Leah probably would have to get back to work, expecting Emily to leave, Emily felt lost and locked up in her own stupidity. She really didn't want to leave. She wanted to spend the whole day with Leah. She wanted to ask Leah a thousand questions while lying on the couch together. She wanted to have dinner tonight and stay over again. But she could hardly tell Leah that, could she? Emily didn't know how to drop her act. She was too afraid to show Leah even the tiniest bit of what she really wanted. The thought of driving back to Chicago alone, soon, was unbearable too, though. Emily tried to pull the sleeves of Leah's old sweater over her hands. She should have brought a coat, but the sky had been a clear blue when they left for breakfast. And Emily had felt invincible 
Are you cold? Leah asked. Emily shrugged. Yeah, a little. I didn't bring a coat. Leah wrapped her arms around herself. It is a lot colder all of a sudden, isn't it? Leah's cheeks were flushed, and even her nose was red. Emily giggled, despite her sour mood. <laughs> I guess we really weren't thinking when we left for breakfast, were we? Look at us. It's freezing, and we're in sweaters. Leah grinned. It never occurred to me I could be cold outside, she said. Emily didn't miss the playful twinkle in Leah's eyes. It made her heart skip a beat. She bumped her shoulder against Leah's. Well, you do turn on the heating pretty high in that apartment of yours. Leah swatted a hand on Emily's upper leg. I do not. Emily smiled. Her arm had slipped around Leah's waist before Emily even realized what she was doing. Leah immediately snuggled closer. Emily could feel her shivering. She wondered how far Leah's place still was. She had a feeling Leah had directed them to a longer, scenic route. Is it still far? she asked. Leah took a moment to reply. I'm sorry. We're kind of making a huge detour. But we can take a shortcut now, and we'll be back at my place in ten minutes. Emily stopped walking and turned to Leah, her arms still wrapped around her. Two big, green eyes met her own. Leah's face seemed to get even more flushed now. Her light eyebrows tilted in a somewhat guilty, I-got-caught look. Emily touched the tip of Leah's red nose with her free hand and pulled Leah closer to her. I do enjoy the park, but why are you trying to get us killed? Leah looked even more guilty now. I just... I just... Emily knew what Leah was trying to say. She knew what Leah was doing. It wasn't fair to make Leah say it, when she had been the one being all tough about her plans. She pressed her lips against Leah's for a brief moment. It was a short, sweet kiss. Then she took a deep breath, rubbing the cold tip of her own nose against Leah's, and decided to take a chance. She stroked Leah's back while she spoke nervously. I would like to spend some more time with you. Today, I mean. Emily saw the immediate change in Leah's eyes. Relief, Emily thought. Leah looked relieved. She rubbed Leah's cheek with her thumb softly, even braver now because of Leah's response to her confession. Is that okay? She asked. Leah nodded quickly. She tugged at Emily's sweater a bit. Great. Can we go someplace warm now? Emily asked. Uh-huh. I guess we can stop walking around in circles now, Leah said.
averting Emily's gaze. Emily's eyebrows shot up. She looked around the park, trying to get a grasp on their location. What? But... You were so lost in thoughts, and I really didn't want you to go. But I couldn't come up with a plan, so... Emily shook her head. Wow. You... Well, I guess I deserved that. Leah grinned wickedly, stepped back, and grabbed Emily's hand. Let's get inside, she said. I... Am freezing. They walked out of the park through the first exit they came across, still holding each other's hand. When they reached Leah's apartment building, less than two minutes later, Emily noticed Leah suddenly seemed nervous again. She dropped her keys when she tried to check her mail in the lobby and forgot to push the button to call for the elevator. Oh, right. Once they were in the elevator, Emily noticed Leah was staring at her hands. What's wrong? Emily asked. Leah looked up, frowning. Um? Emily tilted her head and waited. So, do you... Leah looked away. Are you... Staying tonight? Emily's lips curled up into a smile. She so wanted to stay. Leah was still avoiding her gaze. I would like to stay, but I don't have underwear, Emily said playfully. Leah's frown quickly vanished. She pointedly arched an eyebrow at Emily. I guess you could borrow some of mine again. Or we can go shopping. Emily pushed herself away from the elevator wall and stepped towards its door. Shopping might actually not be a bad idea. Do you mind? They had arrived at Leah's floor. Emily let Leah walk out of the elevator first. No, not at all. I love shopping. There's a pretty good mall not that far away. We can grab my car keys and get going. Sounds great, Emily said, feeling a hell of a lot better already. Less than 30 minutes later, they were driving on the highway to go to the mall. Emily was sitting in the passenger seat of Leah's car, staring out of the window. The sky was gray and dark outside but the clouds in her head had completely vanished. Leah was humming along with a song she liked. Emily saw the grin on her own lips in her reflection of the car's window. She was staying another night. She would hold Leah again tonight. It all felt a bit surreal, though. Here she was, in the middle of the week, with Leah, off to go shopping. If she had agreed with Eric, she would probably be in her office right now, or in a boring meeting, feeling miserable and heartbroken. What a difference a day makes, she thought. 
She would soon get antsy now that she was unemployed. But for now, she'd just enjoy the time off, she decided. A thought zipped through her mind. Wasn't Leah supposed to work? Am I keeping you from your work? She asked quickly, turning to face Leah. No, it's fine. I can catch up later. The benefits of being self-employed, right? Leah smiled, but kept her eyes on the road. It was pretty busy on the highway. Emily nodded a couple of times, considering Leah's reply, and then glanced down at her phone. It was lying in her lap. It had been unusually quiet the whole morning. The only incoming notifications had been from her private email account. It was like Leah was reading her mind, because she suddenly asked, How do they do that? One day you're VP and way too busy. And the next, you're out? Emily tucked her phone between her legs, since she didn't have a coat pocket to hide it in. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? She looked out of the window again. They were passing a big truck with lots of colorful lights attached to the windows of the cabin. I've seen it happen a few times before. At my level, you focus on taking decisions. Your teams do most of the actual work. Emily sighed. So, yeah. They basically let the team leaders know they have to report to someone else from now on. And that's that. Emily knew her departure would be more complicated than that. She had shaped the product line that had made Sanders Tech even more successful these last five years. Again, Leah seemed to catch on to what she was thinking. But you still designed products, right? That's not something just anyone can do. Emily pinched her nose and closed her eyes briefly before she answered. That's why I thought Eric wouldn't go through with this. I was personally involved in the development of the most successful models and materials. I would think it's a big risk to get rid of me all of a sudden. She pressed her lips together. I guess it's an ego thing, Emily said after a few moments. Or maybe Brad has more on me than I thought. I was wondering about that on my way over here last night. Oh no, he doesn't, Leah suddenly said. He doesn't have shit. Emily looked at Leah with her eyebrows raised. What do you mean? Leah focused on passing yet another truck first, increasing her speed. Once she was back on the first lane safely, she replied, When Brad came to see me, He asked me to write a story about you. I thought he was going to share some information with me. Something big. So I asked questions. But in the end, all he had was the same old bullshit about France. Emily ran a hand through her hair. Why did he want you to write the story? Because he can't. He found out you got promoted and was furious. He offered me his support and advertising deals. 
if I published something that would take you down. Emily cursed under her breath, shaking her head in disgust. Leah laughed. You don't have to hide that you're pissed off. I was too. He's a total ass. Yeah, Emily said. He really is. She shook her head again. But I guess he'll leave it alone now. I'm out. Leah didn't reply immediately. Emily was considering if there was any way to get back at Brad. When Leah said, I wasn't going to write it, you know? Emily slowly turned her head to face Leah. Um, I didn't think you were. Leah was tapping the steering wheel with her index finger. Look, I didn't say no to him. I promised I would think about it. Emily arched an eyebrow. Why? Leah let out a breath. I was afraid. He was scaring me. I was afraid to say no to his face. Emily's chest tightened. The low-life piece of shit, she thought. She flexed her fingers. Did he threaten you? She asked. Leah shook her head hesitantly. Not literally. But I was all alone. I just got this vibe. Emily put her hand on Leah's upper leg and squeezed softly. You did the right thing. Leah flexed the muscles under Emily's touch. Emily raked her fingernails over the fabric of Leah's jeans absentmindedly while she thought. If you want to arrive at the mall in one piece, you better take that hand off of my leg, Leah said, her voice a bit husky. A grin took over Emily's face, Brad instantly forgotten. Oh, really? Distracted that easily, huh? She stroked Leah's leg a bit more, deliberately teasing this time. When she saw Leah's hands tightening around the wheel, a fire started spreading low in her body. Okay, okay, stop this before it does get dangerous, she thought. Emily slowly pulled back her hand and turned to lean against the car's door. After a few moments, Leah spoke. You drive me insane, you know. Emily glanced back at Leah, taking in the woman's heated face and parted lips. Why on earth are we on our way to a shopping mall, she thought. What was I thinking? She was about to playfully suggest they turn around to Leah's place. When Leah's phone started ringing, Leah had put it in the cup holder between their seats, and Emily could easily see the name on the screen. It's Claire, she told Leah. Oh, damn, Leah said. I haven't called her yet. She must be back home. Do you mind if I answer on speaker? She'll be worried if I... Emily quickly said, No, no, of course. Leah pushed a button on her steering wheel. As soon as the connection was made, Leah started yelling into the tiny microphone next to the front window. Hey, Claire, I'm in the car with... Hey, God, I finally escaped. Where are you? Leah tried again. 
I'm in the car with... But Claire wasn't listening, because she started talking again before Leah could even finish her sentence. Look, I think we should have dinner. I need to talk to you about Emily. Emily's head shot up when she heard her name. Claire, listen. No, Leah. I know you're totally going crazy over this woman, but I've been thinking, and I think she's bad for you. Emily swallowed hard and lowered her gaze. Shame and dread were quickly spreading in her chest. Claire, I am in my car with Emily. Emily could feel Leah's eyes on her, but she kept staring out of the window. Emily looked up at the overcast sky that was quickly turning even darker. Through the speakers of Leah's car came a soft, Oh. This was part 31 of The Blogger's Story. Thank you so much for listening. Now, I usually have a lot to say at the end of the podcast, but this week, I don't know how your week was, but mine was rough. So, I thought we could just sit here for a while, just a little bit longer, and listen to some music or something. Okay, I now realize saxophone music might be a bad choice. But hey, at least it's, well, it reminds you of pleasant things, right? And this podcast is called The Lesbian Romantic, so the least I can do is use saxophone music now and then. Right. Probably time to get back to work. I still have to write the next episode. So, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week on The Lesbian Romantic. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.